Hello and welcome to Creekcast. I am Marcus. And I am Josh. And we are so thankful that you've joined us for this thankful Thursday. Thankful Thursday. Josh, what are you yes, thankful, thankful for today? Um, I am thankful um, for celebrations. You know? Yes. I think it's a, a great thing to focus on. Um, as of yesterday of this recording, um, you know, Kay turned a year old. I know, you know, um, your, your daughter's birthday is coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. And so just celebrations of birthdays and celebrations of life. I mean, I think it's, it's a needed thing for where we are right now, you know? Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, that's what I'm thankful for. Marcus, what are you thankful for? Um, I am thankful for our government and I know it sounds kind of crazy, um, what? but just the fact of how much they've had weighing on them with this whole pandemic and the decisions they've had to make and the way to, to communicate those decisions and things like that. Um, I'm, I'm thankful for them yeah. um, being able to keep us in the loop to, to the point of what we need to know yes. um, and uh, doing what they need to do. Uh, and just the fact that we kind of see an end of sight of this quarantine thing phase, at least for Kentucky yeah. um, phase one is starting here. Actually, we're kind of in phase one now. Uh, phase one kind of has like three phases in one. Yeah. Um, but phase one is starting and it's moving forward. Phase two will start here in the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, and the phase three, hopefully, a little short, shortly after that. So just kind of that mindset of this will be over. Yes. Quote, unquote, there's over. End in sight. There's an end in sight. When it's over officially, we don't know. But yeah. at least there's there's changes to be made saying, hey, we're working to get this back to normal. Yeah. And I mean, we might not always agree with what they're doing yeah. or how they're doing it, but we should be praying for them and just, yeah, I mean. It's kind of like we talked about it on the past yeah. podcast last yep, week. It is. Uh, it is. Keep them in your prayers for sure. Yeah. So I'm thankful for them, for them Yeah, and all they've done. I would not want to be in their job. No, no, so. not at all. All right. Well, shall we get into this? We shall. All right. We are in First Timothy. First um, Timothy three one through seven is where we are at today, and I find it very interesting that today and tomorrow we're dealing with the qualifications for an overseer or a pastor, um, is what we call them nowadays, and then yep. tomorrow's qualifications for a deacon. And I know there's going to be a lot of conversations that come from this. We sort of, we usually we don't chat before an episode. Uh, or before we record, but we sort of did this time, and um, yeah. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, you know, not interesting, but it'll be a good conversation. But let's go over these qualifications for an overseer or a pastor. Yep. Um, and so I, I really like how it starts off. Anyone who aspires to be in, in the office of overseer has a desire as a noble task. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, being a pastor is not a hard or is not an easy job. Nope. Um, I know there's, you know, it's been one of the jokes in ministry for the longest time. Well, you only work for an hour on Sunday, an hour on Wednesday, yeah. you know? And I, I don't think that's, that's the mindset that is nowadays. I think people realize nowadays exactly what all pastors do. Yep. Um, but being a pastor is a hard job, um, especially during all this COVID stuff. It's been really hard just trying to connect with people and still be in contact yeah. with people. And one thing, uh, I don't know if you've gotten the emails for the conference in November with NWYC. I, I probably um, have. I haven't looked but, at it. But <laughs> uh, they, uh, they released today that uh, their theme is um, something about it's time to be together. Yeah. Um, and uh, in their email, it, it talked about how like we more than ever realize how much in-person socialization is needed. Oh man. Cause I yeah. mean, I mean, how many times do like before this whole COVID thing talk, happened was well, what can we do? you know, online, like yeah. how much, like that's, that's going to be important, blah, blah, blah. And not saying that it's not important, right. but like that, that interaction yeah. is, is super missing. Oh yeah. Like there's a big difference between doing a live stream and like a zoom meeting. Yeah. You know, cause in the least in the meeting, you're able to talk to one another uh-huh. and interact, you know, 
but even then just there's nothing can compete in person. Yep. So an overseer or pastor, um, they must be um, above reproach. Yep. So we need, they need to have a good character, um, have one wife, you know, I know the huge debate of, you know, but you take what scripture says, one wife, husband of one wife, yep. um, sober minded, self-control. Like we could go through this whole list. Yeah. Um, respectable, hospitable, able to teach. And I like how that, like you look at these first few things, it's all about their character, um, that they're able to connect with other people. And then it's able to teach like, yes, your pastor should be able to teach, but it should not be the most, the top priority. You know, it's all about the relationships that they build with one another. Um, and then not a drunkard, not violent, um, not quarrelsome, and not a lover of money. Yep. Uh, I've heard stories, I actually, had, back home, there is a pastor who every Sunday he would take the offering and he would take it to his office and he would pray, all right, God, I want to throw this up in the air. Whatever you want needs to fall to the floor. If it falls on my desk, I'm going to keep it. I don't think what? he, re- yeah, <laughs> I don't think he meets this not a lover of money <laughs> thing, you know, because yeah. that's just mind blowing. Um, that's, yeah, yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah. Um, Bush must be able to manage his household. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a huge thing. How can you expect somebody to manage the household of God if they're not able to manage their household? Yep. So, I mean, yeah, um, so let me ask, and I'll kind of kind of gone over this. I think a lot of us would agree with all of these. Yes. Yes, he should be blameless. Yes, he should be sober-minded. Yes, he should be hospitable and able to teach and all these things. But I think the biggest one that people get their their have there's a, there's a gray area. Yes. Is the husband to one wife? Right. So does that mean, let's say, the a pastor who gets divorced or uh, you know, whatever it might be that he, right. he doesn't, he's not married and then gets remarried. Yeah. Does that count him out? I mean, it's one of those, like you said, <laughs> it's just one of those hard, like hard topics to talk about because I mean, I know a lot of churches who would not look at a pastor who's just been divorced. Not yeah. even ever got remarried, just yeah. period, just divorced. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, even though with the qualifications of deacons, it goes into the same thing or yeah. they won't, if the deacon's been divorced, Yeah, you know, and I mean, it's, it's uh, I know we don't usually like drawing lines and stuff like that, but I would say, I mean, if there's a pastor who's been divorced, just on the surface level, I'd say no. Now, there's a lot of like situations that go into that. Yep. You know, was it his fault? You know, was she the one that was like, I'm, you know, and yeah, I mean, there's or a lot that goes into maybe it. Maybe she passed away because of a sickness. Yeah. You know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a difference between, hey, my spouse passed away. Then yeah. I divorced myself or, you know. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, like if you had a, like a spouse that passed away and then remarried, I would still say they'd be able to be a pastor. I agree. You know? Um, but yeah, there's a lot of, a lot that can go into that. I think this kind of brings into what I was going to talk about with this section of, I think people, people think, think the yeah, <laughs> rewind. I think people can think of this list in four different ways. And I wrote them down. All right. Uh, number one, it's outdated. Um, I'd say it was yeah. written by a specific, uh, for a specific time and place, and people are not like that today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think people can think that too. It's a good goal. Um, you know, maybe if a guy hits fifty percent of these, he's a good man and he's good to go. Um, three, um, you know, some things that n- need to be put into uh, 
into into place and uh, put to the test and scrutinized. Um, and if they are not following uh, these things, uh, following any of these, all but if if they're not following all of these rules, then they're completely out. Okay. And then the four, which I think is what I believe, and I'm assuming that's probably the same for you, <laughs> is it's a it's a set of guidelines set out by God yes. to to live out. Um, <clears throat> um, to live out um, these rules and um, the and to to kind of strive for, okay, um, and striving to be like Christ, um, you know that as the church um, they are striving to push them to Christ as they are tr- striving to be with Christ. And I think I, I agree with that one because I, yes. I know and I recognize that there's no one that is going to be perfect on every single one of these every no. single day, um, but quote unquote overseers. Okay. Should really be striving to exhibit in uh, these characteristics and strive to be perfect on all of these. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, there might be a day where, uh, I get angry. So I become oh yeah violent in, in a sense. Or, I mean, let's just be honest. We both have kids. <laughs> Our kids will go through teenage years and act out. Yeah. I mean, does that mean that, you know, our household's not in order or that, you know, and so, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. I think there's a difference between if we have, if our child's acting out and we're not doing anything to try to correct it or fix it and we're just letting it go, then yeah, I'd say, yeah, our household's not in order. Yep. But if we're trying what we can our best to try to fix the situation, but still things are happening, I mean, there comes a point where it's beyond our control and we try all that we can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I agree. I think it's something we strive to. And yeah, no, I don't keep these all the time. You no. know, um, I, I, when reading through this, there's one thing that stuck out to me. That I was like, oh yeah, I've never really noticed this before, but I really like it. It's mm-hmm. in verse six. He must not be a recent convert. You yep. know, I think that's a huge thing because we've both talked about how when we first got saved and we taught, there'd be things that were like, no, I wouldn't teach that now or I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. do it that way now. And I think there's comes part of that of, you know, growing up and maturing in your faith that you you learn stuff and that's why i think it's important for a pastor not to be a recent convert now what the definition of recent is well that's sort of up for interpretation but yep. you know but it has to pastor needs to be mature in their faith they need to know what they're talking about oh yeah well i think that's even like when it comes to being a a leader um in the church when it comes yes. to teaching um not just being a pastor but being a leader and leading those in scripture and things, you, you shouldn't be a recent convert. Um, meaning you shouldn't be recently saved. You need to yep. build your, your, your faith. You need to get a foundation before you can start building on it. Yeah. So um, one thing, I, uh, last thing I want to ask. So verse seven says, moreover, you must be well thought by uh, well thought of by outsiders. I was just about to talk about that. Um, why do you think that is? I think it's because part of our job as pastors is to reach our community. Uh-huh. And if we're not thought of well by outsiders, how are we going to reach our community? You yeah. know, if we go into our community, our community is like, well, that's the pastor that gets angry or pastor that, <laughs> you know, looks down on us. Then yep. they're not going to be willing to come and hear the gospel, hear from our teachings. Yeah. Or as our church is, oh, you go, you go to the pastor with the snake skin boot guy. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. I know what church yeah. you go to. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's what it is. Uh, I think yep. that's a huge part of it is you know, part of being a pastor is being out in our community and it's being a good example to our community. Yep. And really at the end of the day, and I like how the, our commentary ends this, um, is the bottom line is the man who serves as pastor must be of unquestioned 
character. Yes. That's really all it is. Yep. You, you may not be perfect on all these things. Yep. But if at any point you are questioned by any anything in here, it might be time for you to consider either stepping down or taking a break. Yeah. And I don't remember if it's this section or if it's later on where it talks about bringing defenses against pastors. That's uh, that's tomorrow, I think. Okay. That's later on then. Yeah. All right. Not today. Yeah. Oh, that's the uh, in a couple of days, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, that's the end of the chapter. Okay, well, so, I'll wait to talk about that when we get there. <laughs> Sounds Spoiler <good>. for <laughs> future episodes. <laughs> so, well, our prayer request for today. Yes. All right. Um, it's for Lat- Latvia. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, pray for the many nominal Christians to become true believers. Yes, and then a word from our sponsor. Something Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Something Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Something Cool brings together the coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, and then we mentioned they provide the world's softest prints on the world's softest tees. Go say hi to Carl on SomethingCool.com and make sure to choose Something Cool on your next order. And then our life step. Church leaders sh- should take care that they that they mess up to their biblical, that they measure up. Whew, all right. Let's try this over again. <laughs> Church leaders should take care that they measure up to their biblical qualifications. Put your pastors and deacons on your prayer list and pray for them regularly that they might like that they might lead your church successfully. Yes, please. Put us yeah. on your prayer list. Yes. Please. <laughs> Uh, Well, for this day and this thankful Thursday, I've been Marcus. I've been Josh. Booyah. Booyah.